Good morning. Good afternoon. Well, that covers whichever time zone you're in, I suppose. Um, so apologies for this morning. I will get this happening now. So just going to share my screen here. So today we're going to go over, um, let me see if I can make this. There we go is TDEE. Oh, no. Well, it is the total amount of calories. That yeah, you've got double Roxy's. We don't need that. Um, okay. <laughs> One day I'll get on top of this. Um, so basically, I'm going to go over a quick little review of um, our TDEE, calorie counting and why a high protein diet is important. Um, that is important because I want to talk a little bit about trying to maintain your goals and everything around the Christmas period. So making sure that we're uh, still able to not feel guilty, basically. That's the main thing to sort of avoid really is like the guilt that I know a lot of women have around Christmas because, you know, you can't get to the gym as often or you end up eating more or a combination of both or drinking more. So this is how I'm going to teach you guys um, how you can kind of do a little bit of everything. Balance, if you will, by Roxy. Oh, gosh. It's so windy out here, so I hope you can hear me. So TDEE basically means your total daily energy expenditure. So that is the total amount of calories that you burn in a day. So we're going to go through a little graph here. You guys may remember this. Um, I really want to make this big. Please bear with me. I don't know why it's got um, my, my voice over it, though. Okay, we'll just go from here. Um, so basically your TDEE is made up of all of these components here. The biggest one here is around 70% and it's your basal metabolic rate. So your basal metabolic rate is literally the amount of calories that you're going to burn in a single day if you were to do nothing. So that's not going to the gym, not going for any walks or anything. That's just how much, how much calories it takes for you to exist essentially. Uh, there's a few ways that we can go about increasing this and we'll get into them a little later. I'm just going to sort of slow, lightly touch on all of the, the things. So the next one up is our NEAT. So that's our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Um, this is things like getting your steps in, you know, taking, getting off the bus, a, a stop early, taking stairs instead of the elevator, all of those things that we all know. Um, that's this here. So that's, that contributes to around 10 to 15% of your total daily energy expenditure. Next up, we've got TEF, which is our thermogenic effect of food. So food costs energy to eat it. Um, and each type of macronutrient has a different value associated with this. So this then contributes to around about 10%. So that's pretty significant. Like if you are eating a high protein diet, your TEF will go up, meaning you're burning more calories as you eat. Um, and then we've got our EAT. This stands for exercise activity thermogenesis. So that means, or exercise induced thermogenic um, activity thermogenesis. Basically it's about 5%. And this is how much of a contribution your actual exercise contributes to your daily energy expenditure. So this is why people say that you can't out-train a bad diet because you literally cannot. You might burn 300, two, 300 calories in a, in a workout um, five days a week. It's very easy to eat two or 300 calories. So that's why that is said. Now that's not to say that we want to stop exercising and we'll get to that later. So, um, oh, here we go. This is the, the breakdown of, um, you can tell that these are old slides. So basically we'll go over it again. The basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories that you would burn if you were to do nothing all day. 
non-exercise activity thermogenesis, everything you do. That's, so even fidgeting and stuff like that is, is considered neat. Okay. Um, thermogenic effect of food around 10%. So the, the energy that it costs to actually break down the food that you're eating and then our exercise. So planned exercise, going to the gym, walking the dog, etc. around 5%. So why is a high protein diet so important? So all of the macronutrients that we consume, so that's protein, carbs, and fats, all have a, a different role within our body. So protein, very, very, very important for a mu muscle synthesis, which basically just means building and repair. So if you're doing strength training, we want to be able to repair the muscles and then build them to make them stronger. So that's why protein is important there. Carbs are for energy. So if you're feeling particularly flat, um, you might want to make sure you're eating your carbs, eating enough carbs. Also, it's really important around training time. If you're going to eat, when you eat your carbs, if you eat them around training time and bedtime, you'll get the most benefit out of them then as well. And simple carbs around training time. So um, just something nice and easy to digest, half a banana or something. And fats are very important for our hormone regulation um, and transport and then our cell integrity as well. So definitely don't skip out on the fats. Just make sure they're good ones. Um, so this is what I just went over here. So strength training damages the muscles, protein helps repair them and then makes them stronger. So that's why protein is important as well as, um, having you more satisfied. So there's a whole cascade of hormones that happens when we eat, when we eat protein, we actually feel satiated or satisfied with fewer calories than we would from carbohydrates or fats. Um, and we won't go into all the nitty gritty. All you need to know is that you will. Um, if you can imagine sitting down to 300, let's say 500 grams steak, right? That's a big steak, a 500 gram steak versus 500 grams of chips. Which one do you think you're going to be able to finish? There's no way I'm eating half a kilo of steak in one sitting, but I can probably eat half a kilo of chips if I'm honest. I tend to have a separate chip stomach. Um, and that's kind of why. So basically I've got it here. Protein down regulates ghrelin. Ghrelin is our hunger hormone. So it's the one that comes out and says you are hungry. Um, also the reason that we get a little more hungry towards our period too. Um, how much protein is in food? So and remember, this is just a really quick recap of everything so that we can sort of go into how to help around Christmas time. Um, so 100 grams of protein does not equal 100 grams of food. So a lot of the time people don't understand this. And I think myself included a few years ago, um, 100 grams steak isn't 100 grams of protein. So I've got a few little breakdowns here on how much protein is actually in 100 grams of certain foods. So I'll start with steak and chicken at the top there, 25, 27 grams of protein. Um Chicken has less calories in total because there is less fat, basically. Um, what... I suggest with that, I'm not a huge fan of tracking and weighing everything. However, if you don't know what even 100 grams of steak or 200 grams of steak looks like, then it's important, obviously, to get a, a visual understanding of that. Um, I always just measure by about a quarter. So if I've got a 200 gram steak, I know it's about 50 grams of protein. Um, excuse me one second while I organize my annoying cat. Honestly, might as well be live TV. <laughs> um, so moving on down the list, you can see here. So this is why as well, I've got some um, plant-based ones in the bottom here. And you can see that there's less protein associated with the plant-based ones than there are the meat. Definitely nothing wrong with being plant-based. If you want to do it, I'm, you know, I'm never going to tell you not to. Um, just be aware that 
it's generally a little harder to hit your protein targets. You just have to be a bit more mindful, a bit more educated and plan a little more. Mm. Um, okay. So how many calories are in each um, macronutrient? So in protein, we've got four calories per one gram of protein. Okay. Carbohydrates, four calories per one gram. And then fats, you've got nine calories per gram. So you can imagine like I, the sort of suggestion I said before, 300 grams of hot chips versus 300 grams of steak. Um, they'll, well, the steak, they'll probably have similar calories in total, to be honest, depending on the fat involved. Um, however, you'll very much more easily be able to eat 300 grams of hot chips and probably the steak as well, or at least half of the steak as well, rather than eating the whole steak um, because you'll just get full and satisfied. So counting calories. Um, I do, I recommend macro calculations and tracking if you don't know. If you have no idea, then definitely just do it for a few weeks so you can get a bit of an understanding of it. Um, if you if you sort of have a bit of an idea and you don't feel like you need to track, then that's fine. I personally don't track any calories. Um, if you do want to try or you never have before, I recommend finding a few different online calorie calculators, putting in all of your data and then letting it give you the numbers and then getting an average across those. Um, we literally have to weigh, you have to weigh yourself and then you have to continue to weigh yourself. So every two weeks or so, um, that will determine whether or not you're in a deficit or a surplus or if you're at maintenance. So if you weigh yourself after two weeks and you've been measuring properly, if you've lost weight, it means you're in a deficit. If you've gained weight, it means you were in a surplus. And if you stay the same, you are in maintenance. So this means if you lost weight, you were in a deficit, meaning you were eating fewer calories than you were burning. If you gained weight, you were in a surplus, meaning you were eating more calories than you were burning. And if you stayed the same, you were eating somewhat the same amount of calories as you were burning. So I probably recommend this bottom one more. Um, just eat 80% whole foods, focusing on your protein intake, trying to make sure you hit your numbers um, and making sure you have enough energy for weight training. Um, also be patient, yes. So it's really important for us to... Make sure we've got enough energy to put in the stimulus to put in the effort required to get the stimulus we need in the gym in order to build the muscle and then recover as well. So a lot of times when people are on really intense um, calorie deficits, they'll find that they're sloppy in the gym. You know, you'll find that you fidget less. You'll find that you're still a lot more. You might not work, walk as far on your walks or as or as briskly, um, and your body will sort of lower your calorie output because you're not giving it enough that's where I find people get a little stuck they they're like well I'm in a deficit but I'm not losing weight it's like well maybe the deficit is actually too big and you can't you don't have enough energy to put into your strength training so this is where I want to talk about this time of year so I'm very much about balance obviously um and I don't believe that, um, well, I mean, some people might really enjoy sticking to the calorie deficit all throughout this period of the year. But if that's you, that's totally fine for me. I would be miserable. Um, so I, what I suggest is keeping it simple. Don't sort of um, not allow yourself to have anything. Still have your treats and have a wine or whatever you like, but include it in your calories and have a look at it there and start to sort of educate yourself. So 
when you do eat, make sure you're eating high quality protein, carbs, and fats, and then just try to eat a little less. If you eat a little less each day and you save yourself one or 200 calories a day, um, when it comes on that day that you're having a, a wine or something, you'll actually have a little left over. So you can think about it um, in terms of money. You know what I mean? To make it to make it more simple, um, you can think about how much money you've got in the bank. Say you've got a thousand dollars. There's something that's happening in five days' time, and you need three hundred dollars for it. So you would just spend a little less each day, save up until you can. Then you can spend it essentially on the weekend without blowing your budget. You know what I mean? Um, if you're just haphazardly eating as normal you're in a bit of a surplus, you get to the weekend, you blow out completely by another 700 calories, then you're probably going to put on weight. Um, so it's just it's just about being a little more mindful. So look at your choices, think protein first. You should be eating protein at every single meal. So every meal that you sit down to, I want you to look at your plate and think, what is my protein here? What am I get? How am I going to get my protein? After that, unless you know, start tracking your calories. If you can't get to the gym as often as you would normally, just try to get a walk in. Take the family, take the dog. Any walk is fine. Any short walk is better than none. Even if you can fit in two or three, five to 10 minute walks a day, that's going to add up. Okay. So they don't have to be long. They don't have to be far. They don't have to be fast. Just get up and continue to move. So just try to be mindful around this time of year. Um, If you don't mind and you don't get that guilt associated with it and you just want to have a hell time, then of course, just go for it. And, um, you know, just go hell for leather and have a great time. It's not the, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not like you're going to put on 20 kilos either. Um, So yeah, it's just all, it all comes down to your priorities, thinking about how it's going to make you feel as well. So don't sort of like make yourself feel bad, if you know what I mean. So in summary um, of everything we've gone through, we want to be focusing, excuse me, on strength training. So we didn't, I didn't really go over this, but remember the BMR, that's the biggest portion of the TDEE, this part here. The way that we make that bigger is by having more lean muscle mass on our body. The way that we have more lean muscle mass is by strength training and prioritizing protein and recovery. So you can increase how many calories you can eat in a day without having any, any, um, you know, fat gain or anything like that by simply focusing on your strength training, make sure you're hitting your progressive overload and we're continually hitting that stimulus and moving forward and progressing each week. Um, don't be too worried about the scales. So I've got it here. It may result in the scales increasing. If you don't have a lot of fat to lose, it's very likely that your weight will increase as your muscle and strength increases as well. So try not to let that get to you if you are someone who is quite emotionally tied to your weight. Um, get out and walk more. Like I said, if that's the minimum that you can do, just even just a quick one. Count your calories if you're unsure and track and adjust as needed. Um, So we need a calorie deficit if you want to be in a fat loss. I personally wouldn't be too stressed about that for the next few weeks. I would just be focusing on your protein, walking and training when you can. Eating a high protein diet. So high protein equals muscle growth. You burn more energy as you eat. So remember the TEF, the thermogenic effect of food up here that um, protein has the highest of those. So it's around 30% of all calories you eat from protein are actually burned in the just the, the uh, act of eating, chewing, digesting the protein. So keep that in mind as well. 
Um, it decreases the hunger hormone ghrelins, which means you're more satisfied with less food, essentially, essentially, and it increases gluconeogenesis, which is just a fancy way of saying your body creates glucose, which is what it uses for energy from other sources other than carbohydrates like fat. Um, so I hope that has helped. I hope I didn't, I try not to ramble, but I can see the time is ticking over. So if you've got any questions, send them through. If you feel like something wasn't very clear, you're probably right. So definitely send me um, a message and um, yeah, thank you very much. I'll speak to you all soon.